Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This episode is going to be for section 37. Okay, let me read you the heading first. Revelation given to Joseph Smith the prophet and Sidney Rigdon near Fayette, New York, December 1830. Herein is given the first commandment concerning a gathering in this dispensation. As mentioned earlier, Joseph and Sidney had been in the process of translating the Bible, and so a lot of things have been revealed to them in that process. Joseph Smith said, It may be well observed here that the Lord greatly encouraged and strengthened the the faith of his little flock, which had embraced the fullness of the everlasting gospel, as revealed to them in the Book of Mormon, by giving some more extended information upon the scriptures, a translation of which had already commenced. Much conjecture and conversation frequently occurred among the saints concerning the books mentioned and referred to in various places in the Old and New Testaments, which were now nowhere to be found. The common remark was, they are lost books, but it seems the apostolic church had some of these writings, as Jude mentions or or quotes the prophecy of Enoch, the seventh from Adam, to the joy of the little flock, which in all from Colesville to Canandaigua, New York, numbered about 70 members, did the Lord reveal the following doings of olden times from the prophecy of Enoch. Soon after the words of Enoch were given, the Lord gave the following commandment, uh, which is section 37. This revelation was given eight months after the church was officially organized. Since uh, April 6, 1830, the church had grown to about 200 saints in the state of New York. Missionary efforts had been extended westward to Kirtland and to the borders of Missouri. Missionaries had been particularly successful in the Kirtland area, where they baptized about 127 people during the two or three weeks they spent there on their way to Missouri. The church continued to grow rapidly in that area after they departed. By the time of this revelation, such notable leaders as Parley P. Pratt, Orson Pratt, Sidney Rigdon, Edward Partridge, and Thomas B. Marsh had joined the church. Revelations had poured down from heaven as the prophet Joseph Smith received guidance for individual saints, direction in revising the Bible and the records of Moses and Enoch. But Satan's efforts were unrelenting. Persecution raged, and the prophet was arrested a number of times on false charges. Now, in December 1830, the voice of the Lord was heard again, but this time, the Lord's will was that Joseph cease revising the Bible and move to Ohio. Section 37 is the first revelation directing the saints to gather to a central place. In it, the Lord charted a westward course for the restored church. Verse 1, Behold, I say unto you that it is not expedient in me that ye ye should translate that you should translate any more until you shall go to the Ohio, and this because of the enemy and for your sakes. Joseph was in the process of translating the Bible at this time. John A. Whitso said, The use of the Bible by LDS missionaries led, however, to one of the most notable labors of Joseph Smith. The teachings of the Book of Mormon and the revelations he had received convinced Joseph that in the Bible were many errors, such as unauthorized editions, incomplete statements, and faulty translations. This seemed to him a lover and expounder of truth out of keeping with the sacred nature of the volume. Therefore, after placing the matter before the Lord, he began the so-called inspired translation of the Bible. In June 1830, less than three months after the church was organized, there was revealed to him the visions of Moses, which gave a more complete account of the events mentioned in the book of Genesis and set forth many lost doctrines. For example, the meaning of the fall of Adam and Eve, long misunderstood because of the imperfections of existing translations of the Bible, was cleared and shown to be a necessary act in the development of the Lord's plan of salvation. 
Towards the end of the year 1830, with Sidney Rigdon as assistant, he began a somewhat full explanation and review of the Old and New Testaments. The work then done is a convincing evidence of Joseph's inspiration. Thousands of the changes were made, all conforming to common sense, and many, in full harmony with later modern scholarship, disputed meanings were made clear and new doctrines expounded. So the question is, why are the saints being moved to Ohio for their safety and to build a temple? The call to the Ohio was for two reasons. The opposition to the church in and around Fayette had become bitter. There had been many converts made among the followers of Sidney Rigdon and Kirtland, and the spirit there was friendly. The trend of the church was ever westward as persecution arose, and it became necessary to seek protection. The church moved farther and farther west. The Lord had a design in this. The place of the city of Zion was west, and it was necessary that eventually the church be located there. Although it would not be a permanent residence until Zion is redeemed, not only was Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon commanded to go to Ohio, but this came as a command of the entire church. That was from Joseph Fielding Smith. Verse 2, And again I say unto you that ye shall not go until ye have preached my gospel in those parts and have strengthened up the church whithersoever it is found, and more especially in Colesville, for behold, they pray unto me in much faith. And again a commandment I give unto the church that it is expedient in me that they should assemble them and assemble together at the Ohio. Though unknown to the saints at this time, it would be in Kirtland, Ohio, that some of the most important events in, of this dispensation would take place. Their gathering there was necessary for the construction of a temple and the subsequent appearance of Christ to accept that edifice as his house, and then the appearance of Moses, Elias, and Elijah to restore the keys, powers, and majesties they held when on earth. It would be here that the saints would be endowed with power from on high. Almost half of the revelations in the Doctrine and Covenants were received in Ohio. It was here that the School of the Prophets was formed, the lectures on faith given, most of the work of the Joseph Smith translation completed, and the Abraham papyrus purchased. It was also here that the Law of Consecration was revealed and revelations relative to the establishment of Zion received. No period in the history of the church equals the Ohio era for the outpouring of divine knowledge. And that was by Joseph Fielding McConkie. Continuing verse 3, against the time that my servant Oliver Cowdery shall return unto them. Oliver was still the second elder of the church and therefore was very important to the church. Behold, here is wisdom and let every man choose for himself until I come. Even so, amen. I bear testimony of the truth of these things, that this is a restored, the restored gospel and these are revelations that relate to our dispensation. I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time.